Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym. And here at the Bedpost Podcast, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have in-depth conversations about sex and sexuality. But before I get to my fantastic guest today, I'm going to plug my Patreon. Yes, I am. Um... Basically, right now, I have so much amazing content on there. I just recorded episode 20, and uh, I just signed into the Patreon and, you know, schedule a bunch of posts. There, There's 53 potential um, Patreon content posts that you have access to at this point. So, you know, not only are you getting a bunch of things... Uh, constantly, but if you subscribe right now at patreon.com slash show, you have access potentially to 53 Patreon posts. You're getting fetish films, you're getting uh, photo sets, you're getting bonus episodes of the podcast, and you're getting original erotica that... Um, I have written, and I'm recording just for you. So once again, if you're interested in any of that content, or just throwing me a couple bucks because you like the podcast and you want to support the artist, you can do so at patreon.com slash thebedpostshow. Without further ado, I do have a fantastic guest today who I've kind of come across, has been kind of in my sphere. Our our worlds have been colliding a little bit recently, and I just realized uh, that she's also a fantastic speaker. So I was like, um, okay, let's (laughs) let's organize this. So without further ado, please welcome to the mic pleasure provider, Lush Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. This Um, I've been looking forward to this. Me too. (laughs) I honestly um, have just thought you're so beautiful and I I follow you on Twitter Um, (laughs) and I I met you at a bedpost, I believe. Might have been the first time in person. Yeah, I think maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Or Or maybe at Oasis. Maybe at a sex work meetup. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that could be. Yeah. And so I I knew of you and I'd come in contact with you. And then we had a meetup where you were on the panel and I saw yeah. you speak. And I was like, oh. I opened my mouth and things happened. What can I say? <laughs> that should be your tagline. <laughs> Just in your Twitter bio. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. But you were so charismatic and so lovely and genuine and just a very skilled public speaker. So I was like, okay, okay, let's make this happen. So I'm very happy to have you here today. Thank you so much. (laughs) Why don't we start with uh, one of your topics that you talked about on the panel? Mm -hmm. Because it's very valuable, both to people who are sex workers and everybody ever in the world. Mm. You talked about, you talked about self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I noticed, um... Ever since I started doing different kinds of, well, providing of pleasure in yes. different ways, well, and to be fair, being paid for it. Um, <laughs> a professional a pleasure profession- provider. A, exactly. Professional pleasure provider and pursuer, I might add. <laughs> yes, I love it. A lot of alliteration here. But uh, ever since I started doing it, I realized that 
it can be very isolating Mm -hmm. um, and it can be very um, difficult to have the same kind of social supports and the same kind of um, uh, community around you. Yes. When uh, when you do this kind of work, yeah, when you're uh, in a stigmatized mm-hmm. field, yeah, you can't really like a lot of people don't have the privilege of going home and being able to vent to their friends or their mm-hmm. mom on the phone or their partner or yeah. whatever about about what type of work you do. Yeah, um, you know, I'm very lucky. I have uh, one of my partners is I live with them, and I have. Uh, an amazing partner there who will just, you know, I can, I can spill about as much as I like with them and, and it doesn't cause any kind of conflict. Not everybody has that. Yeah. Um, that's so great. Yeah. Uh, but I also, uh, I've met a lot of different people doing this work now. Mm-hmm. Um, at first I didn't really seek out other people or talk to people about what kind of work I was doing. And then I realized, you know what, a lot of us are doing this kind of work and, why not, right? Yeah. Why not be in, um, be a little more open with each other and just say, okay, this is what I do. All right. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I have a lot of great conversations with people and people are much less judgmental than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Now that could be because a lot of the spaces where I have been open have been very sex positive spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I also think I'm kind of in a bubble as far yeah. as like experiencing that real sex worker stigma goes Yeah, because we're like living in a very liberal city. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fair. yeah, the circles that I run in happen to be people that, you know, would see my show bedpost. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they're okay with being exposed to like that sex positive kind Mm -hmm. of language and terminology. So it's not asking them to leap really far Mm -hmm. to be like, Hey, also I'm a sex worker. Yeah. They're like, okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I can see how that fits. What do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's, and, and people who are, have that kind of attitude, they're, they're easy to open up to in a lot of ways. Um, You know, I didn't always come from, um, this is something relatively new for me. So I've only been doing this kind of work for about the last three years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and previous to that time, my life was significantly different. Yeah. Yeah. Like very conservative. Um, let's just say I was a church lady. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Church lady. Church lady. <laughs> All right. And, uh, and those kind of, and, and those kind of circles are very, very different, but, what I noticed was when I left that kind of life in a lot of ways, uh, I was missing community. Yes. Right. That was a huge part of my, my social circle, my support in a lot of different ways. Yes. And so when I decided that that wasn't how I wanted to live my life anymore, it made a huge difference because I all of a sudden had to think, okay, who are my friends I can actually talk to? Yeah. And, uh, and I found there wasn't as many of them. So I started making a lot of new friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time to make some, yes, yes. Go do some events and go to some events, do some networking. Some people, some, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I've, I've met some amazing people, um, who, when I started talking to them, realized, you know, they're actually very similar to me in a lot of ways. They aren't, you know, these people who are doing this crazy thing anymore because (laughs) I'm doing the crazy thing too. Um, and so, yeah, I really, uh, have found a, 
a great community in the kind of sex positive uh, community in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And why do you why do you think that is important? Like when we oh, talk it's about so important. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you, you need to be able to talk to someone about your work, mm-hmm. right? In order to in order to be safe. Yes. In order to be. Um, like safety, even Sa- even talking about that, like yeah. people knowing who, where you are. Yeah, I mean that's it's a really basic thing. Um, you know, I had a couple of friends who, when I first started out doing um, some different kinds of sex work, I could say to them, "Okay, I'm going to be meeting this person. I'm going to this place. Um, this is how long I've scheduled to be there, and I'll text you when I'm done." Nice kind of thing. Yeah, very basic. Yeah. And you know do you what? St- do you still do that? Um, I do it. Uh, it depends on the on the situation. Maybe if it's a new client. If it's a new client, um, if it's someone I'm meeting specifically, like if I'm going to their place, yeah, um, which I don't do a whole lot of, but occasionally, um, then I will be a little more. Someone knows the address. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and from the other spaces that I work from as well, it's like. I'll usually mention to someone, oh, I've got, you know, a session from two to four today. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, most of those people are people I would chat with throughout the day. And, yeah. and it isn't so formal as in, are you done at 4.05 kind right. of thing. Yeah. But it's more like, oh, how did your session this afternoon go? Great. Okay, good. Yeah. You're, you're doing good. Yeah. 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 And it's not only just for like your physical safety, um, but also just your mental your mental health too, right? Mm -hmm. You know, to have someone in your day-to-day work who can kind of say, oh, how did that go for you? Or what kind of thing did you get up to today? Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's really no different than, you know, when you come home from a regular nine-to-five job and, like, how did you spend your day today? Was it stressful? Was it not stressful? Like, what did you, you know, how how did it go? I totally agree. Like, those just kind of questions that you would ask any person getting home from work yeah that like just really normalizes the type of work I do in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. when somebody just kind of you know casually asks me about my day like oh like for instance I had a wedding recently and I had a session like right before Mm. so you know everybody knew that I was like gonna be a little late for the ceremony and everybody pretty much was knowing that I was doing a session right Mm -hmm. so when I got there a lot of people were just like oh how was it you know how's the session yeah and I was like oh it was really great actually (laughs) it was really nice you know I felt a little rushed afterwards like getting here but like no it was good it was great yeah yeah and that's just a nice validation from Mm -hmm. non-sex workers Mm -hmm. something they can do to make me feel like it's okay for me to talk about it absolutely and they and they you know maybe not completely understand but you know respect maybe the type of work I do like it's like any other job that anyone else would do Yes. By yeah. asking those there's, just little questions. There's definitely people who, who are that way. There's also people who I've found who are very much, um, they're very curious. Oh, uh, yes. I know. <laughs> yes. Then and, there's those people. Yes. And to a certain extent, there's absolutely nothing, there's nothing wrong with being curious. Sure. And I don't have any problem saying to people, oh, I did this kind of a session today, or I got to do this today. Um, I recently had... Um, a pegging session yes. specifically, right? And yeah. and I'm like, oh, I get to, I get to do this today. I was excited, yeah. right? Like it's fun. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can attest to that. Yes. 
you know? And it was just like, I, it's not something I get to do that often, but when I do, I'm like, oh, you'll never guess what I got to do today. Um, so yes, it's great to be able to have someone that you can have those conversations with, of course. Yeah. And I feel like while we're kind of, you know, jamming on the self-care conversation, Mm. it's like, it's also when somebody is curious, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. you know, and they start asking some personal questions, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe in a place or a time that's not completely appropriate (laughs) to ask said questions. It's okay for you to say, you know what, maybe not the time and the place, you know, and if you, if you are interested in providing answers to those questions, you know, maybe be like, Hey, we could grab a coffee or you can DM me or whatever, you know, but just, you don't have to be available to everyone to be the ambassador of your job. You don't have to entertain people with your stories all the time. And And, and educate. Yeah. 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 Or or be educating people all the time. That is another thing too. Like, you know, sometimes I will have people, oh, like, what do you do? What do you do? And I can, I mean, I can explain to a certain extent, but sometimes it does feel like I'm Dance I'm, monkey dance. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean. Okay, we'll put I a coin I, in and then maybe I will. I'll dance well, monkey dance. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I don't ask them to explain the intricacies of their job all the time. Exactly. You know, because even if I do find it interesting, I may like, what are you working on? Cool. Great. But like. Yeah, not- this isn't a work event where mm-hmm. we're talking about work. So I'm not going to pry no matter what it is because yeah. it's like, okay. You know, ask a couple questions, and that's the allotted time yeah. in this particular environment. You yeah. know, just be aware. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I think, yeah, so the so the biggest things for me was, yeah, finding community. Yeah. And finding people that I could have conversations with, that people who who knew more than I did about things. Yeah, as it's well. a learning thing, it, too. It is. There's so much to learn. So much. You know, I started off doing... Uh, erotic massage okay. and that I felt like okay this is something I love to do anyway I love to touch people mm-hmm. I love to I love to elicit reactions from people oh yes yes that is that just it makes me giddy yes. when I get and I get reactions from people and that and that kind of verbal and physical feedback yes and so to me that is just delightful Um, so when I get to, um, have those situations where I get that feedback, that just, it it feeds me. It feeds my soul. Yes. Yes. yes, It makes me happy and it it makes me like, oh, okay, this is what I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in the world. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm making a real difference. I'm making a real difference because I showed them something new that they didn't know about themselves or knew about their bodies or, you know, that that to me is just life giving really totally um and and learning from while we're talking about community as well mm. like learning from other providers Mm -hmm. oh the resources like that are so you've got the community great you can be open about your job and vent about your job and uh celebrate little joys and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but also it's like oh the resources i have on my fingertips right now you know because it's a field where you kind of have to just figure it out yeah, you know. Yeah, there's no, there's no, um, there's no cl- like processes or anything like that, or or structure. Or a, a in test a lot of ways. you have to take, or a, no, there's nothing like that. And and that said, that's one of the things I love about the business. Of course, it's I, very accessible to people. It's very accessible, and I I'm not someone who likes working within structures. Yes. Or, uh, well, <laughs> I uh, I. 
I trained in college as a social worker. Mm -hmm. And so working within structures like schools or hospitals or um, even youth centers and things like that, Mm -hmm. like that's, there's a place, there's a place for that. And that's, it's definitely needed. Um, It's not something I do well. Yeah. I also don't do well with a boss. Oh, yes. I was just, yes, yes. I was just having this conversation recently with someone. I was like, because I owned I owned um, a small restaurant for about six years, mm-hmm. and then I sold it. I was managing a fairly large restaurant before that, mm-hmm. left them, and then I had to go back to that that job afterwards for a couple mm. of years. And like, there was a lot of like built in um, uh, hierarchy where you know I had worked there for five years previous, so right. I could basically do what I want. Yeah. Uh, then that restaurant closed, and I was literally starting at square one, mm. and I got a retail job. Yikes! Yeah, an yeah. entry level retail job. I've done that after yeah. managing for seven years and owning my own restaurant for six years, and then mm-hmm. an entry level retail job. That's really and hard. I was like. Oh no! I mm-hmm. I really can't have I really, I really can't ask people unless they they're my dom. <laughs> I don't want to ask to use the washroom. I know, right? I don't want to have to rush through my goddamn lunch to you know because I make only sure get I clock in a at half that exact hour. time. And yeah. that exa- oh, I don't yeah. want someone telling me I'm late. You know, <laughs> if I'm one minute late. I don't need you to tell me that I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck right off. Oh, yes. I've had that same conversation. I don't know how many bosses I've had conversations with working retail type jobs. I've done a few of them oh. where, like, you know, well, you're consistently two to three minutes late for the da-da-da-da or, or, or over on your lunch or whatever. Yes. And I would be like, and I came in how early and to help you with this? And I stayed how late to help with this? And da da da, da. And, I'm and of course, none of that's counted. No, of course right? not. Yes. You know, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I've done, I've done that. Yes, kind of me job. too. Yeah. And I've also had my own business for ten years, and yeah, um, and very much, you know, ran things and was very very independent. Got to select, you know, what events I was part of, nice. how I presented things built my, you know, own displays of things. Uh, Like the idea of doing just one little part of that job in for someone else in a retail kind of situation was, didn't, did not appeal to me. Yeah. It gave me no, um, outlet for my creativity either. Exactly. Yeah. So yes, I'm, I very much love the job that I do now because I get to do a little bit of all different kinds of things that interest me. Yeah. So yeah, like I started off doing erotic massage and then I started off and then I started doing some other more, I guess what you'd call more of a full service type of sessions mm-hmm. with people. Um, then I started having people ask me about different kink explorations that they'd like to get into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now I have some clients where I would, I would say I'm doing full doming sessions with. Amazing. Um, and then I have people who come to me for more, more educational type things as well. Amazing. You know, like I really want to learn how to give a good blowjob. Yes. And, oh, know, I, I love that. I did a class for a couple just sitting down and like, okay, so this is what we're going to talk about. A hands-on workshop. A hands-on workshop right with now. just like two people and, you know, lots of my toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. 
it's given me all kinds of uh, opportunities to just try things that I wouldn't normally try on my own because it's not necessarily my desire mm-hmm. that I'm fulfilling, but I get You're a lot of facilitating, facilitating theirs. Yes. 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 So, you know, one of the questions I get from clients quite often is, well, what do you enjoy? And I'm like, I, I and I know they're looking for, you know, X, Y, Z you know, list of things because they want to see if it's something they want to do. Great. However, I'm in this type of work because I literally enjoy everything. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Exactly. I enjoy almost, there's, there's very few like hard limits that I have as far as specific activities that I want to do. Yeah. Um, It's really about what, what is interesting to you and also, the why is it interesting to you? Yes, I love um, the intention. Talking yes, about the intention behind the scenes. I love finding out people's intentions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of t- times it's curiosity, and that's that's great. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of times there's... Um, they want to feel a certain way, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which they don't always can't always articulate. So uh, you gotta to, you gotta, gotta, gotta tease it out of them yes. sometimes. Um, but yeah, they I, I get all kinds of amazing. Um, feedback from clients and so what I really like is when they you know they they'll ask me well what is it that you like and when I can turn that around and say what I most like is helping you find what you love Mm -hmm. um and what I and and eliciting reactions Mm -hmm. from you yeah that's what I that's what I really enjoy yeah um so yeah and that can come in so many different ways yeah I I like um while we're kind of talking about, you know, learning and discovering, I love when I, they bring me something that I've never done before Mm -hmm. and I get to like, I get to learn from them, from the client, like about a new kink or something or just a new nuance, maybe on an old kink that, you know what I mean? Like, because every client is so different. And I mean, when you talk about the spectrum of sexuality, like, there are just millions of possibilities of yeah, things. Yeah, there's as many possibilities as there are people and the in, the people that they interact with. Yeah, so really. like I'm constantly yeah. learning, um, and I don't think I don't think I will ever stop. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, you know, I I um, I recently turned forty. Yes, congratulations! Um, Happy which, birthday! Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, I was astounded at how many people when I would say you know how old I'm turning they're like well first of all they'd be like oh well you wouldn't have guessed which is you know flattering great cool (laughs) um but how many people would be like oh so so how much longer do you plan on doing this Uh uh-huh that question (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh like well what do you mean like how long do, do I plan on being a sexual person yeah, because always, <laughs> that's hopefully. All, yeah, um, yeah. Or, or, like, how long do you do I plan on doing this in a, you know, I think in an educational type way, I could probably just do it forever. forever. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Um, and even in a provider type way, I think I could probably still do it pretty much forever in a lot of different, different ways. I mean, my clients are all over the age ranges, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, and yeah, I have a lot of older clients. I have a lot of older clients. I have a lot of y- younger clients. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I really like people are always like, well, what's your typical client? I'm like, well, they're really all over the place. Yeah. For different reasons. Yeah. Right. And they come to see me for different reasons. Yeah. There are a lot. There are so many different reasons why someone would hire a sex worker. 
Oh, so many different reasons. So many. So it really, so when many. you talk about what the the typical client looks like, it's there like really isn't. There really isn't. Yeah. No, and I mean, I am uh, I am one of these people who is uh, I'm a bigger person mm-hmm. in my physical self, mm-hmm. hence the lush part. Yes, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm lush. Yes, yes I'm yes. very lush. I'm quite lush. Yes, um, and so I've often had people too be like, oh well. You you can only do this because you you know you you appeal to a certain demographic, demographic. Mm. and I'm like mm, no no, 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 that, no. It, you know what I don't think that's it either mm-hmm. you know I've had people who come to see me specifically because they want to experience you know pleasure with a BBW yes right and I'm like okay <laughs> so I get it you got a list you want to check things off right of. yeah cool <laughs> yeah yeah um. But when they leave, they usually are like, oh, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about that. No. 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 It was, oh, you showed me this thing and, or, oh, you. What a connection we made. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. BBW so, aside, like, like we made what, a real yeah, connection. Yeah. Or like or you we... showed me how this is not something, th- this is something that I've never tried and always wanted to or. Yeah. Yeah. So like. People come to see me for a lot of different reasons initially, but when they leave, it's that, that's really not the what they usually have. What they about, get out of what it. What they've gotten out of yes. it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's so true. Even when I'm thinking of like, like the one thing that kind of popped into mind that might be typical amongst clients of sex workers is like they have to have the money. Yeah. However, there are people who. I see a lot of people that have just expendable, disposable income, but I see people that mm-hmm. really save. Like oh, they yeah. save for a long time. They don't have a high paying job at all. Nope. But this is something that's very important to them and they really want to experience. And they'll save up for like a year yeah. saving up money. Absolutely. To putting a little bit aside every paycheck or yeah. whatever, you know. So that like for their birthday, they or can do for, this. They can do this one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So even Absolutely. in when you think about money, it's not like, no. oh, you have to have yeah all this uh, extra disposable income income yeah yeah disposable. no it's 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 not the case at all even that isn't typical yeah yeah and quite frankly even the people who do have the more um like have a lot of more disposable income they don't they don't value it that much differently i find yeah like it still comes down to the connection that you have with the person yeah I, it's all about that yeah it's just whether or not they they are more likely to come more often. That's perhaps. true. Yes. Yeah. 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 They, um, they're yeah. They're allowed. They can book more often. Yeah. 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 Their yeah. income allows them to book more often. Sure. Yeah. Or longer sessions. Or longer. Or, sessions. or duos. Like. Yeah. Those kinds of things. They yeah. can probably. Yeah. There's a little more of that. A little more wiggle room. But when to... it comes to like how you're actually treated and the kind of situ- and the kind of session you have with a person, it really doesn't make that much difference. I've had amazing sessions in half an hour Ooh. which sounds impossible impossible and when I first started doing this work I never I thought oh that's crazy I would never do that I need time to get to know people da, 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 da. yeah and I've discovered that I can connect with people very quickly nice and I enjoy it yeah so hey sometimes yeah. I will do shorter sessions yeah hey I have usually um, not but 
for a lot of a lot of things you need more time you just need more yes, time you know yes. a lot of requests you need more time but yeah. like for instance miss bernadette who she also checks the box that she's an older mm-hmm. gal yeah she's an older woman um she's at the ritual chamber and uh she also does half hours because her specialty is just like a a spanking like an over-the-knee spanking yeah so she's like oh hell yeah i can do that in a half hour sure. like the things i do i wouldn't necessarily uh be able to really put in a half hour sure. but oh, yeah there's only certain things you can do within you can a do. half hour yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. but she's somebody who like you know puts out into the world that she's like, oh, lunchtime spankings. Yeah. So on your lunch from wherever you work, come over for a half hour, we'll do a spanking, and and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in half an hour, I can get somebody down on their knees and pull their hair and, you know, there's all kinds of things I can do in half oh, an hour. Oh, that, I bet. And, but yes. if that's if that's what the you know someone is just like, oh, I just want to experience that for a bit and just, uh, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I I enjoy those even those sh- little shorter sessions sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Okay, well, we have to take a break at this sure. point. We're just gabbing, 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 <laughs> um, and we're going to uh, hear from our lovely sponsors. And what reminded me is, I, I believe you have a unicorn oh, collaborator's double duty cuff on. I totally have one of these cuffs. I wear it all (laughs) the time. And nobody knows what it is until I show them and then it's really fun. Yes. I love demonstrating the double Mm -hmm. cuff for people. Oh, I know. It's great. I have the lovely gold leather one. It's like a soft gold leather one. Oh, see, mine's like the gunmetal silver. Oh, yes. I love that. It's very well worn in, too, because I wear it all the time. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's hear from (laughs) Unicorn Collaborators as well as some of our other lovely sponsors. And we'll be right back with Professional Pleasure provider Lush Lynn. <laughs> Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm here with pleasure provider Lush Lynn. Hello, hello. Hey. And we thought we would um, start this second half with a question from the interwebs. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Steffi Scarlett, asks, what's a little thing that some clients have done for you that you wish more of your visitors did? 
I have great clients. Do you? Yeah, I do. Nice. Yes. That's great to hear. It is. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're usually, most of them are very wonderful people. Yeah. Some of them like to spoil me in different ways, which is always delightful. Yes, um, that is great. I, uh, a always few appreciated, weeks ago, always accepted. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, a few weeks ago I had a client who was a first-time client but had been following me on Twitter and uh, realized that my birthday was coming up. Oh, yay. And showed up with flowers and bath bombs and wow. chocolate and a Starbucks card. And an indigo card. Wow. I know, right? I was completely floored. Amazing. And I'm like, I don't think anyone in my like regular civvy life had spoiled me that much for my birthday at yeah. once. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay. It was honestly a little overwhelming, but delightful, <laughs> sure. Um, but that's not really a little thing. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> for thing. The that's, question. A, that's a pretty big thing. That's great. <laughs> that was intense. But little things that people have done. I've had everything from, you know, people, you know, brought in my packages that were sitting on the outs- outside my step. Oh, that's you cute. Know, things like that, To, Um, I had a client once who we had had planned on having a session and I had to cancel my trip to his city. Uh, and so he was like, quite upset that we didn't get to get together but um still wanted to spoil me a bit so give you something yeah. yeah yeah so you know i woke up one morning to you know 50 dollars on my starbucks uh, starbucks starbucks cards that was sent to me and yeah. i mean coffee's always a good thing of course yes always appreciate always a starbucks a good thing. card yeah i mean even or even you know like i've had clients you know on the, on their way over would you like me to stop pick up anything from Starbucks oh, for you? Oh, love that. That is love always that nice. Text. Yes. It's like, what's your order at Starbucks? Yeah. Okay, here you go. Yeah. Um, I always love that. Coffee's always good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> coffee is always good. How about when we talk about things that clients do in sessions? Mm-hmm. Little, Even, you know, little things that you really appreciate mm. in a session that you wish more... That you wish everybody did if you could have your way. When they ask as opposed to do first. just try things. Right? Yes. Can I do this to you? Can I kiss you here? Is it all right if I put my hand here? Is it all right if I do this? Yes. Um, it's not something that a lot of people are in the practice of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's partially because no one demands it. <laughs> and we're not cultured to do that. No. Like, we're not in a consent culture. No. And so that's one of the wonderful things that I I get to teach people sometimes. Yes. Which I, I very much enjoy doing. So like when someone will do something without asking that is maybe not quite in the flow of what we're doing, I, I'll often be like, why don't you ask me next time mm-hmm. about this? Or why don't you... Um, see if I would be into that before, before you try that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that generally, you know, is something Then the next time they see me, they're, they're a little more careful and they a- ask about things. Good. But when people straight out just ask before touching or before, um, yeah, mainly it has to do with w- how they touch me at certain points. Yeah. And so that I always very much appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for me as well. I mean, I, I don't do full service, but mm-hmm. um, basically, yes, like me being in the dominant role, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, here's the setup. 
I touch you, you don't touch me.、Mm-hmm. You know, unless you are specifically directed to.、Mm-hmm. You know,、um, so you know, I'll I'll basically say that, and sometimes I do assume that people know that, but they don't. They yeah, don't always, always right.、No. So I do find myself, you know, mid. Scene correcting someone sure, sometimes, you、sure. know. So you've got to give that little educational moment.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> of like, see where your hand is right now. Okay, where I would like that hand to be. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh huh. And I think, I think, you tell me. I I think I might have an easier time doing that because my job in. In scene is to assert my dominance. Absolutely. So I may I fathom that I might have an easier time asserting a boundary, like、yes. over someone who is not currently playing that dominant role. Yes. And you know you want to do all the things of like you know diffusing a confrontation、mm-hmm. and still being polite and not not、um, upsetting the flow of you know the mood quote unquote or something like that.、Mm-hmm. Is it stuff like that that you kind of have to be aware of when you are kind of being like, "Oh, hey, don't touch me that way."、Mm-hmm. You have to do it in such a way、mm-hmm. where you don't come off as, yeah, confrontational or a bitch. Or a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. A qu- that happens a quote, unquote, sometimes. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. That happens sometimes where like you don't want to be. Necessarily the boss of the situation. Yeah. Right. You are because you are. But that isn't the mood that you're going for. Yeah, that's not the role you're currently playing. Yeah, yeah. I find、um, when I do have situations where people push boundaries, and I say that, saying that they might not know what that boundary is. Yeah, totally. Right.、Um, to be fair, like I don't go over with every single person. This is exactly all the things you can do. This is exactly all the things you can't do. Yeah, you'll give like hard limits. Sure, but yeah,、yes. you you're not discussing every tiny little nuance、no. thing that might. No, exactly. Yes. So so like, you do end up having to say you have say to so you、yeah. have to have those conversations while you're playing. Yes. Um, because otherwise you end you're going to be sitting there for an hour beforehand, and their session's up, and it's like <laughs> well and. And or otherwise, you just end up enduring things as opposed to、yes. like actually making the session better for both of you. Yeah, because they want to please you. Often, they, most of the time, that is very much the case. Yeah, right. People want to please you. They want you to enjoy yourself as well. Yeah,、um, and. Ninety percent of the time, that is that happens. Yeah, and that、right? and same thing for me. Like a lot of like sub, submissives, they want to do whatever the dom wants. So、yeah. if the dom is not, you know, they they don't want the dom to be doing something they don't want to be doing because、mm-hmm. they, their inclination is they want to serve and they want to worship and they want to make the dom happy. Yeah. So it's like that's why they're there. So there's no reason for. You know the dom to be doing something or feeling uncomfortable doing something they don't don't want to do in some way. Exactly. You know, and I think it, as far as how it's different when you do more like full service sex、mm-hmm. work,、mm-hmm. I think the main thing is if there's certain things that people want to do, or you know maybe some providers may do, some providers may not.、Mm-hmm. Just say it ahead of time. Yeah. You know, in a, in your texts, you know, communicating ahead of time, or even just at the beginning of the session, are you good with this? Are you good with this?、Um, what do you think of this?、Um, you know. So you sit down with people just like I, I would、do. have a bit of negotiation before. Yeah,、hand. absolutely. Yeah. I do have yeah. I do have、uh, some negotiation ahead of time,、um, and if something comes up during the session where I'm like, well, I didn't sign up for that. Yeah.、Um, 
the first thing I'll I'll do is just be like, oh, we didn't talk about that now, did we? Yeah. Right? Or I usually keep it very playful. Yes, like in that... T- uh, 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 like that teasy, like, that like, uh, hey, that's something you need to talk, ask me about first, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I <boy>. often <laughs> say it's um, when and when people do push boundaries where it's where I'm in a little less playful mood. Yes, I just um, <laughs> let's, let's what say, do I say let's say a less playful, a little mood. less playful. Let's put mood. it this way. Um, that's when my mom voice comes out. Yes, <laughs> yes, and it goes from you know. Oh, you need to ask me about that first, too. You need to ask me about that first. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Right? Yes, good. And I don't have any problem doing that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, luckily, I am one of those people who is fairly assertive and fairly confident in of myself. And I'm also a physically bigger person and decently... Um, I don't have any issue with people being, like, overpowering me in a lot of ways. Right, yeah. So I don't ever really get taken advantage of in that way. Um, so, so you've got, yeah, you've got a bit of physical presence that you're asserting. Yeah. You know, like a dominant physical presence Yeah, like, presence, I, will, usually. I push back. Yes, yeah. Right? And and you'll feel it. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I will throw you across the room. Like, well, I quite, I've never had to do that. But, but I think just... My my physical presence is such that it's not um, it's not completely um, out of the question. Yes. <laughs> um, but also just your energy. But, you have yeah. a very confident, grounded energy. Yeah. So that combined with you know how you look, I'm sure you don't have too many issues. Yeah. And I and as you're very well aware, nothing. I mean, your, your listeners won't be able to tell this, but. <laughs> If I have something that's going through my head, it is probably expressed on my face. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I'm wondering, okay, I'm wondering if you, you would like to talk about this at all. Sure. Because at the at the sex worker meetup, you yes. were on a panel, and there was another panelist on the panel. Yes. Who was using some interesting... Some interesting terminology. Language, some dated terms and some problematic... Yeah. Language. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few things that kind of came out of his mouth where I'm like, whoa. Yes, and we saw, we mm. saw that processing on your face. <laughs> and that was what allowed me to get through that segment, quite honestly. I was like, okay. Just I, watching my face. I'm just going to be entertained by Lynn's face right now. And the eye rolls. Are your, yes. With the muscles in your eyes sore after, um, I must I, ask. I kind of had a headache after, honestly. <laughs> I mean, me too. I kind I mean, of did, because I mean, I'm just like, too. my face needs to relax for a minute, because, yeah. oh my gosh, it got a workout. Yes. Um, so this was... Yeah. Okay, if we could just talk about this briefly. I'm not going to sure. put too much, too much, um, but I, I had some opinions on what was happening as well. There was somebody at the sex worker meet, meetup who was a panelist speaking on behalf of clients. Yes. Essentially. Yes. Which, when I saw that on the bill, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, interesting. Yeah. This could be a really cool, candid conversation where we might have mm-hmm. the opportunity to ask really point blank questions. Sure. About yeah. how we're received, you know, on social media, when we do this, when we ask yeah. for this, you know, stuff like screening and deposits and all yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, we really might get some good feedback on, on maybe a lot of different aspects of our work. So sure. I was like, interesting. Okay, cool. I'm into this. Yeah. 
And I also thought it was good because, you know, there was other people at the uh, event that night that weren't necessarily sex workers, but people who were curious about like, well, how do you, how do you hire a sex worker? Yeah. Or what do I, what do they need to know? What do, what, what do I tell them? How does this work? Yeah. And to a certain extent, you know, sex workers themselves can answer those questions, but also it's neat to have someone who's like, well, when I started out, I did this kind of thing and this is kind of what's expected. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's very helpful information. That's valuable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Um, however, however, <laughs> on but. paper, this looked really great. Um, but yes, right away, I think we could all kind of tell that, oh, you're not the person that mm. needs to have a voice in this room. Perhaps. Did you feel that way? How did you feel? That's how I felt. Let's, let me say that. I felt like there was a lot of things that he wanted to say. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> And that I think that he may have felt was valuable information to pass along to sex workers. Okay, yes. But the terminology that he was using was, some of it was really... Uh, problematic. It, it was problematic. It got a lot of people immediately not listening to him. Yes, yes. I felt that. Myself, just writing I him felt off. that. Yes, I yeah. felt that. Yeah. I just turned him off. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I, I'm one of those people who... I, I, that is my instinct. Yeah. Of course, is to be like, okay, you're done. Okay, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I was trying to listen, because I'm like, okay, someone chose him to be on this panel for a reason. Yeah. I'm sure that his intentions aren't that, he's not, tr he's not trying to come off as an asshole. Yeah, yeah. But that may have but happened. he is. <laughs> so... Yeah, and also I did chat with him a bit before and a bit after. You did? Okay. And I I honestly don't think his intentions were anything other than trying to be helpful and open. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. And he was quite nervous ahead of it as well. Yeah. And so... And rightfully I think, so. Yeah. Because... Well, can you imagine walking into that room? <sighs> yeah, yeah. As as a, as a client. As a client speaking right? to us. Of yes. course. Yeah. Of course you're going to be nervous. Yeah. And of course you're going to be, want to be very careful about what you're going to say. Yeah. But I think that, um, he should have had a few more discussions with some people that yes. didn't know him yeah. and just wanted to talk about, uh, and just, just to talk about what he's going to talk about. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, yeah. that's a great point because yeah. this is what I kind of thought. Cause I was talking to my husband about this and he was like, for me, I was just like, well, he was basically he's been seeing sex workers for like decades mm -hmm. and we sell a fantasy. Yes. We're selling a fantasy. Yes. And he has an experience. Yeah. Yeah. But he has bought this fantasy. He's bought this idea that he's real special and, and you know, uh, he like we, it means that the the gals have done their job because yes. he feels like he's mm. the king of the sex worker. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's us that have given him that idea essentially. But mm -hmm. he didn't have. I felt like he didn't have the self awareness of recognizing that that's the fantasy we're selling. It's kind of like when you go to see your therapist and then you think later. They listen to me so, so well. They they must be like my best friend. <laughs> Let me text them right now. Yeah. And, 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 and ask them if we can well. grab a coffee. Yeah. Uh, you know. 
But like they listened really well during your session because that is their That's job. Literally what you paid not because them for. they're particularly interested in every single word yeah. you have to say. Yes, it's I'm paying attention to the words you have to say because this is why I'm here. This is a service this is I'm what providing. I've, this is what you've asked me to do. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing when when clients ask. Oh, okay, so <laughs> okay, so I often have. I, I'm one of these very blessed people that is multi-orgasmic in many ways. Aha! Uh-huh. Which is great. That is great. So sometimes I'll have clients who'll be like, well, you know, oh, you came, right? I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah. I made, like, oh, I made sure of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, me. Exactly. Um, or like you, came, like, you came three or four times, didn't you? Well, yeah. Of course I did. We were playing for that much time. Yes, to me, that's, that's very normal. Yeah, right. Um, I don't want to, you know... And and they're very proud of themselves. Sure, and they're and it's very like, they're like, oh, I I'm a great client because I made you come, yes. and you got pleasure, yes. and I got pleasure, yes. and it's all good. And I'm yes. and they're they're not wrong. Yeah, because yeah. yes, it was a pleasurable experience for both of us. And you did have a few. Orgasms. And I did have a few. Orgasms. That's great. Yeah, that does not make it the best sex I've ever had. Yeah, it does yeah. not make it the most intense experience I've ever had. It, it, it doesn't. Yeah. You know, I, I, I sometimes want to sit down with clients and be like, okay, in an hour. Yeah. I could come 30 or 40 times. <laughs> so three. So. Ain't that good. So, well, I mean like, but it, I mean, it could be good for what we're doing, <laughs> yeah. but I mean like, I don't think you realize the potential of the human body. Yeah. And, and I think I've delved where into the... that a bit. Yes. <laughs> Just a little bit. And I can show you perhaps. But it will take some time to get to that, and it will take, you know, it's a very specific way that I may need, you know, specific things that may need to happen. Yeah. But, like, but me sending them away feeling good about the fact that I came and they came and everyone had a good time is part of my job and is, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they are the best lover in the world. Yes, but but you can see how... Yeah, but you can see how somebody who's been seeing sex workers for decades that are giving him that mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. how that can make him think that he, that he is, you know, the king the of superstar. the... superstar. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I just kind of got that vibe. I was like, oh. Yeah. That's what you think because you've, because you've had all these experiences yeah. with sex workers. Yeah. Think- but that's the difference between having sex with a sex worker who it's a a finite amount of time Mm -hmm. it's we're gonna do this thing Mm -hmm. it's not the same as going out on a date with someone no no you know it's not at all no um you know i prepare very differently if i'm gonna go out on a date with a a civvy person yeah Yeah. right A a civilian yeah because I'm not working, right? Mm-hmm. This is a time for them and I to connect. Yes, mm-hmm. that also happens in other situations mm-hmm. where I'm being paid, but it is not the same thing. It's it's a time for that person to get to know me and to get to uh, for me to get to know them and to see different parts of ourselves. When I am with a client, I am very much showing them the part of myself that I know they are looking for. Yeah. And which people do that, do do that in the dating world. Too, sure. Right. Sure. They do. Yeah. 
I, I, I think because I'm a sex worker, I don't do it as much. Good for you. Because I don't have the energy for yeah, it. Yeah, because you do that for your job. Because I do that for so, my job. Yeah. Yeah. And, is... and, and that can be detrimental in the dating world because there's a lot of uh, men in particular. Um, women aren't like this as much. But I find a lot of men in particular are very much, you know, they're expecting you to bring this image to them and for them to be impressed by it. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's different, it's, it's a different thing. And the way we have hookup culture now, yeah, it's very much, you know, you show up at your sexiest, at yeah. your, um, most available, most desirable, most desirable, most, yes. whereas like, that's not how I want to date when I date. Yeah. Right. I can, I can do, I can do that with clients mm-hmm. and because it is for a finite, finite amount of time yeah. and it is for a particular purpose and for, because I am, I am being their fantasy. Yeah. Like you're, okay. yeah, you're there for them. Yes. I'm there for them. When I'm on a date, I am not just there for them. Yeah. I'm also there for me. Yes. And if I'm not getting that. Yeah. Which we do and do I that can't. in sex work as well. We, Some, we, we're yeah. not going to completely uh, oh, no. bulldoze our own no. wants of what we want to do in a session. Yeah. Like if you ask me to wear something that I would never wear. You'll be like, no. I'll be like, mm, no, that's not for me. Go do some, you know, see someone who does that. Sure. That yeah. is part of what they do and who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to try to squeeze myself into something that is uncomfortable for me or is just not part of my personality. I'm also gonna, not going to act a certain way that is very much not my personality. Yeah. That so it's still authentic in all these ways. This is a very yeah. interesting conversation to have because hookup culture in a lot of ways is very similar to like a sex work date. Yeah. Because it is very, it is this curated kind of experience, yep. you know, so if you are actually looking to find, you know, a partner or dating beyond a couple hookups, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to go deeper. But there are a lot of similarities if you're going on a hookup type date mm-hmm. versus going on me working a session. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I'm going to be presenting this kind of manicured part of myself because sure. I want to be the sex bomb on this hookup. Yeah. You know? Right. And I get a lot out of that. But do you have the energy to be that all the time Fuck with that no. person? Fuck no. Exactly. Yeah, but not if and I'm going to... if you gonna... start off like that... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then this expectation is is that th- this is how you always are. Yeah. And it's and not. that's just so not realistic. That's why you wouldn't do it on yeah. a date that, you know, you're intending to have kind of a more long-term situation yeah. with the person. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, for sure for a hookup date. I'm showing... I want to blow this guy's mind. Yeah. And it might be very presentational and performative. Mm-hmm. It might be. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not, again, not that I'm not getting something out of that because I love being desired. Sure. And I love playing the sex bomb for a night. Yeah. And that's very, that is very similar to how I see myself in my Dom persona. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I want to make you feel like I'm untouchable. I'm so, you know. Yeah. I do. It's interesting. It is. Don't let me put words in your mouth, but. I'm I'm seeing a lot of similarities personally. There is I think there is a lot of similarities, but I think that's probably one of the reasons that I don't really date that do, way. Do do hookup culture. Yeah, yeah, do hookups. Yeah. Um I it's 
That's a great point because why would for, I do hookups? Yeah, for while for I I've only been doing it. I've been doing it a lot less longer than you have. I've been just under a year now. Yeah, um, where I've been doing pro dom work, and that's so interesting. In the past year, when I think about it, I'm really not inclined to do that hookup date. No, I'm really not. What's this past year, I I don't want any more of that because I do that. I do that type of energy. Exactly. For my job that, now. That is very much... Um, so I have, like, no desire to do that in the past year. Yeah. And I find, like, there's a lot of um, people, too, when I'm trying to date, mm-hmm. the... Uh, very... Not many people want to invest much in a date. Yes. Like, they'll, they'll say, oh, well, let's just meet, you know, for coffee or something. I'm like, no, you can take me out to dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you want me to set aside an evening to spend with you? Yeah. Then put a little effort in, right? Nice, yeah. You know, because I don't, if it's just for a hookup, I'm like, I can call however many people on my list. Totally. That's not a big deal. I can get sex. Yes. Sex is not a scarcity for me. Yes, yeah. Right? So, and I mean, I understand that may not be the case for them. Sure. That's, that's fine. Sure, sure. But for me, that's not, that's not, um, that's not my end, my end goal either is not to get laid. Yeah. Because... I'm fine. I, I'm fine. Right? So my end goal is to like actually get to know someone well enough to figure out if I would want to hang out with them in a s- scenario where sex wasn't even happening right then, happening that day, and it's still fun. Totally. There are a lot of people this year <laughs> where, yeah, we've had a couple of hookups, and then it gets to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. don't really feel like I would want to hang out with you outside yeah. of the sex, so I'm going to have to end it here. Yeah, I've recently had that where I've gone I've on a, a few dates, yeah. and, you know, they weren't necessarily, they were they were good dates, yeah. sure, but, and, to and do, honestly... To do two or sex, three times. Yeah, and the sex was actually really good, yeah. but you know why the sex was really good? Because I knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Because of me, yeah. Well, I mean, they also knew what they were doing, but that doesn't necessarily mean just because two people get together and know what they're doing, and they can have good sex. Mm -hmm. That's why sex work works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people, the whole premise, it's the whole premise of it. You know, if you show up and you have, you state your desires, and you are, you are willing to put the effort in, and someone says, "Yes, I can do those things," and I will put the effort in too. Nine times out of ten, it's gonna that be sex pretty is going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. And that is also the case with with dating, sibling dating too. Because if you are dating someone and they're putting effort in and you're putting effort in, it'll probably work out pretty good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But just because the sex works out well doesn't mean there's someone you want to spend a lot of time with, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I mean, I'm a person who sees more than one person at a time. Me too. And I sometimes may have people that I kind of like keep around, stay in touch with once in a while, may hook up with them at some point, may not, you know, but that doesn't mean that. And so I I feel like I can keep those things open, Mm -hmm. you know, so I can have those hookups when I want them, but, um, that doesn't necessarily mean there's someone I want to date. Yes. And when I was monogamous, that would have been much more like, okay, and now you're done and move on. Yes. Yeah. And I can't, as, well, there's no reason for me to maintain that relationship. Yeah. Right. But now I, I do maintain some relationships like that because sure. yeah, they're not somebody that I'm going to like hang out with, you know, a date night every week. Yeah. 
But once in a while, sure, yeah, let's hang out. I haven't seen you in a while. Sure, let's... Oh, you haven't done that? Let's fuck for a while then, too. Like, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll add <laughs> oh, that what in. a great idea. What yeah. a great idea. It's like, <laughs> you want to go do this thing? Yeah. Can we fuck after? Sure. I got time. <laughs> yeah. You know? I got an hour. Uh. Yeah. It's not necessarily... Like, it doesn't have to be um, someone that I'm, you know, wanting to have a, a long-term relationship with. Yeah. But when I'm looking for relationship people... That's totally different. The sex is not necessarily a huge factor yeah. in like it, the fact that we had good sex is not the, if we have bad sex is probably over. That's anyway. probably, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but if we had good sex, it isn't necessarily like, I don't have this huge drive to have to see them again. Mm-hmm. Cause I can have good sex in a lot of different ways and yes. a lot of, with a lot of different people. Yeah. 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 So that's not the, the driver for me, but yeah. I think for a lot of, people that's the driver it's like i had good sex i need to hang on to this person i can't let them go because we had good sex yes because it's a valuable commodity and it is a valuable commodity it is hence sex work hence sex work exactly and yeah i just happen to be have but more access to good sex yeah and fucking good for you i know right like why why not (laughs) you're doing all right lynn yeah you are quite happy with with my sex life thank you very much (laughs) ah and on that note oh my god we have been gabbing i love this this is so lovely but we are just about at time all right I would love for you to tell the people, let the people know, what are all the ways we can follow Mm. you, send you tribute, book (laughs) you, please. Well, uh, the best way to find me is on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, My Twitter handle is LushCurvyLynn. You'll find me as LushLynn there, and you can... um, you're, you're always welcome to slide into my DMs if you have some specific request or would like to see me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's lots of pictures and stuff on there, and enjoy yourself. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy. 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 <laughs> and for me, well, since we're talking about our sex work stuff, I will give you my uh, pro-doming handle is at the Lady Pim one both on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, I also have a new website, ladypim.com. You can check mm. out too. Uh, for bedpost, I mean, there is bedpost.ca. There is bedpost erotica on Facebook. There is the bedpost podcast on Instagram. And there is the bedpost sex show at gmail.com for emailing. Mm-hmm. Also, we are starting this kind of new uh, Bedpost product reviews series on our YouTube. We are the Bedpost Sex Show on YouTube, so go check me out there. Um, also, uh, we have some really great shows happening this month. Uh, two shows here in October. So we have our usual one the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. in the Social Capital Theater. That is happening, of course, as per usual. And then we also have a very uh, special Halloween show on (laughs) Halloween evening at Club M4, and that happens at 10 p.m. Different performers for both shows, so you can check out both if you want. You can get two bedposts, two doses uh, bedposts this month in October. Uh, Other than that... um, you are hearing original music by Stephanie Copeland on this lovely podcast. You can check out the rest of her music and art at stephcopelandmusic.com. Lastly, but very not leastly, <laughs> Lushlin, thank you so much. You're so very welcome. Oh, this has just been lovely. You are an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Well, thank you so much to everyone who has 
undoubtedly very much enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest talking about sex and sexuality on the Bedpost Sex Show. Bye! This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. So